This is Auto Success, the podcast, where we feature success-driven solutions from our industry's leaders that you can implement for your dealership success. I'm your host, Thomas Williams. Welcome, and thank you for taking the time to listen. And welcome to our guest today, Jason Gerdner. It's good to be here. Thanks, Thomas. Jason is the CEO of Tacobi. We last spoke with him in episode 721. We had a chance to catch up and talked about how to provide an excellent digital retailing experience. And in this episode, we'll discuss how pushy dealership sales tactics need to be a thing of the past. But before we begin with that, it's time for the auto success under the hood question. Jason, do you or did you have a mentor, someone that helped you become the person that you are today? I've had mentors in business throughout the years, different people I've looked up to. But if I was going to name someone, I'm going to have to choose the cheesy response here and go with my wife. I've always been good in business. I'm a typical A-type personality in the car business. And she's really showed me how to love and have compassion and care for people. And it's been a big influence on who I am today. We appreciate you sharing that with us, Jason. It's always great when the mentor in your life is someone that close. Now, with the chip shortage, vehicle supply shortage, and the demand for new vehicles outpacing the supply, how do you think dealers are going to have the best chances for success in the near future? Obviously, used cars. Our clients across the country are definitely surviving off of used cars. Everyone seems to have adjusted their pricing for the market. The dealers that I see that are doing better than the others are the ones that are going out on a limb right now and really per se, overpaying for their used cars to make sure that they've got a selection on the lot. So it seems to be selections kind of the winner right now with vehicles. The catch-22 on that is that for some reason we start getting a ton of chips in and new car inventory skyrockets or something happens that used car inventory could lose value. So it's kind of a gamble right now. But what I'm finding is the stores that have the largest used car selections seem to be doing the most volume. And in those dealerships, there's always sales. And you mentioned in a recent article in Auto Success that aggressive sales tactics are the norm in the automotive industry. Why do you think that is, Jason? It really comes down to lead follow-up. The car business is very addicted to new leads that come in every month. Customers are going online and submitting information long before they're ready to purchase a vehicle. So if I'm a customer that went to KBB and I wanted to see what my trade was worth at lead is sold to a dealer, and then the dealer has a very aggressive two to three day, maybe five day follow up on that customer who isn't necessarily ready to buy a car. The CRM processes that exist in the car business, there's a lot of clicking, there's a lot of task completion, and it really makes follow up on leads very cumbersome. So we're kind of addicted to the new leads that are coming in and beating them over the head to see if we can get them into the store to buy today. I mean, if they're not ready to buy in the next three, five days, whatever that dealership's follow-up cycle is, then we kind of throw that customer in the trash and move to the next one. What we found is if you can build a funnel properly and do what we call forever follow-up with leads, meaning follow-up with them until they buy or die, and can consistently follow-up with them, that you can reduce the addiction to new leads. You don't have to be so aggressive with forcing people to make decisions that they're not ready to make. And that's really why Carvana, Vroom, Tesla have gained market share is because it's a passive way of buying a car. We know it's definitely not the service that customers are getting from those companies because Tesla's product is poorly built and Vroom and Carvana are buying cars that aren't necessarily the greatest cars and their customer satisfaction is obvious by their reviews. So it's not the service, it's not the product, it's the idea that the customer can go through a 
non-aggressive sales process is what the market's demanding. So we have to break the addiction to new leads coming in. And the way you do that is by following up with customers until they buy or die. And with all those leads coming in, many dealership salespeople have limited time to pursue those leads. How do you suggest they develop their leads so they don't lose them to the competitors? Uh, Text message. Text message is the fastest and easiest way to follow up with customers. 97% of text messages are read in the first three minutes. So we know if we send them a text message, they're going to see that text message and more than likely read it. Emails, I mean, everyone just look in your inbox and tell me how many unread emails you have. Customers are even worse than that because they're not really business people. They have tens of thousands of unread emails. So those typically aren't getting read. Phone calls, customers don't want to talk to us on the phone. It's a nightmare trying to get people on the phone. So you have to make 20, 30 phone calls to talk to one or two people versus sending text messages. You can get your message in front of them quickly and get a reply quickly and reach more people at a faster pace that would allow you to be able to pursue leads longer than what you traditionally could if you were relying on email and phone calls. But more specifically, text message in mass, being able to text message your customers 100 or 200 or 1,000 of them at a time and follow up with that many people in one shot is what creates efficiency and follow-up and better utilizes the salesperson's time so that they can extend that follow-up window. With text, as you mentioned, and so many other forms of communication, how can dealers best use digital retailing to reach their customers where they want to be reached? In my opinion, I think digital retailing is a buzzword. I don't think we're ever going to get to what people assume digital retailing is, which is the point and click. Car deals are complicated. The majority of people either want to put as little money down as possible. They probably have a trade that's buried. They probably have some credit issues. And that's never going to be a point and click process. There's always going to have to be someone involved that's going to help the customer through that process. So I don't think the digital retailing is anything more than a buzzword to generate customers' interest. We already have all the tools to make quote unquote digital retailing possible. There's trade tools, there's credit tools, there's all kinds of tools that currently exist. So I honestly don't think digital retailing, I think it's a pipe dream. I think that it's not a reasonable thing to think that a customer is just going to be able to go point and click and have their car deal done. But in that digital retailing mindset, it would be text message. And the vast majority of people don't want to talk to you on the phone initially. They want to text you, get some basic information, and then you warm them up to the phone call. So to make the customer feel like they're getting a digital retail feeling, text message is definitely a much more passive way of communicating with the customer in a non-aggressive form to make them feel like they're getting that digital retail experience. And Jason, how do you feel about social media? How can dealers and salespeople use social media to improve their sales processes? So from the salesperson perspective, you just got to get out there and start posting and start adding people in your local community on the different social networks. I've been dabbling in TikTok, been watching some sales guys out there that are using TikTok. TikTok is definitely a great platform for salespeople to utilize. Customers love interacting with cars. With the low demand, you can post a TikTok video of a truck and then get tons of views on it because it's hard to find trucks right now or whatever vehicle. On the dealership side, they really need to track their ROI. You're going to be more reliant on paid ads as a business. People don't really follow businesses or pay attention to your local car dealer and what they're posting. 
So you've got to use paid ads through social media. But the problem with most dealers is they have either their agency or someone that's making some ads and just sending some traffic to the website. And there's no real tangible ROI. We can't track down how many leads we got. We can't track down how many appointments, how many people showed up, how many people bought a car. So making sure that you choose a vendor that can show those matrix, that can show you this is how many leads we got. This is how many appointments we set, how many showed up, how many bought a car, and be able to prove that the social marketing budget is actually generating an ROI. If your social marketing company can't generate an ROI and show you what your ROI is, then you need to find a new social marketing company. And that's how dealers would benefit from social media is a paid strategy that actually has a way to track the ROI generated from it. And finally, Jason, what one idea would you like to leave with our listeners today? Text message is the future. I call it text, call, text, TCT. So when a lead comes in, you start the conversation via text message. Once you've got a little bit of a relationship established, you make a phone call because you're going to get a higher answer rate on those phone calls because they've already texted and engaged with you via text. You sell the relationship on the phone call. Don't sell the relationship over text message. So you want to get them on the phone, sell the relationship, sell them that you're here to help them. You're here to help them through the car buying process. Once you've got that relationship sold, then you can go back to text message and you can start gathering information, gathering trade information, gathering vehicle selection, gathering finance. So TCT, text, call, text. Some great reasons to ditch the pushy sales tactics and control your leads to create forever follow-up clients and loyalty to your dealership. We appreciate your time today, Jason. I appreciate yours as well. Our guest today has been Jason Gerdner, CEO of Tacobi. For more information about his company, visit tacobi.com. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to listen to more success-driven solutions for model success, subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast apps like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. And visit autosuccessonline.com for even more content from our industry's experts.